Welcome to the Persuasion Pitch Podcast. I'm your host, Jess, licensed esthetician, makeup artist, and anti-MLM advocate. Okay, so I know how much my listeners love true crime, and you guys know I love true crime as well. So there is a podcast. It's called Clark After Dark, a true crime podcast, and I think that everyone should check it out. Hello, everyone. I am here right now with the Boo crew, the Boo haters, quote haters. So I know that everyone heard the episode that I was on with Ashley and we discussed everything, but whenever, like, I never heard about this MLM before, and the person that brought it to my attention and to everyone's attention is Kira, and she's over the page Mombi, the anti-MLM page, and I have her on with me right now, and I also have Meg, Kat Benson, and Ashley's back. (laughs) Kira, like, what... When did you first see this stuff? Um, I first saw it just browsing in an anti-MLM group, probably back in, let me see, July. Yeah, because I think it was like August is when everyone started this stuff. And you created the Boo is Woo group, and that has been growing tremendously. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was the beginning of the Yeah. I guess, like, what's everyone's involvement with it, Meg? Uh, so, I have heard about it back in, like, May. April, May, because I have been in the industry for so many years, a lot of people will come to me when a new company pops up and say, hey, what do you think about this? Look at the comp plan. So I decided, let's check it out. Let's see what this is about. Immediately, I had red flags. And then some of my least favorite leaders in the industry started to move over to this company. Mm -hmm. And I knew immediately once they were attached to it, it was it was no good, but that really began my investigative work. I was not, uh, I was not really looking to even look into it. Honestly, I was just kind of like, you know what? I, I don't have any interest in looking at other companies, worrying about what anybody else is doing. I had already started to slowly step away from the industry, focus on my own small business, but I kept getting more messages and more messages. And then the screenshots of people who were sniffing dirt started to filter into my message box. So right. uh, from there on out, it became a quest to figure out where this was coming from. And I think that's where we started to get into where is this sourced from? And that was around like May, June-ish. Yeah, it's absolutely. Tea. What was that? I was gonna say, that's some tea that about the people who you saw heading towards it or going towards it and you seeing that as a first red flag though right. that's why i brought my fancy tea mug for today <laughs> oh look at you oh, there's gonna be some tea fancy yeah yeah ashley has this cute little tea like would you like some tea like it's all oh saucer. she's got a oh my gosh she has a saucer and everything guys of course <laughs> i love it. yeah well, Meg was in MLMs up until like recently, recently, and she just came out saying that she is done. She is anti-MLM. So we are so happy about that. Um, Kira told me she was like, she would make the best anti-MLM advocate. I hope that she does this and it happened. So yeah, you've seen some stuff. If anybody, uh, if 
anybody can warn people. Yeah, there's there's way too much. It would it would be like a multiple episode kind of a thing to even go through some of the stuff. And even just in the last what week and a half, I feel like that was like there were so many nails in the coffin just this last week that I'm like, I can't, I cannot even with this anymore. The apologetics, the people that are still continuing to back this company, even after all the evidence is before them because they want to keep getting money. And that just, I can't do it anymore. I can't, I can't. I know. Completely unethical. And just because Boo has shut down, I promise you guys, it is not over yet because more things are constantly coming out. The FDA just put out an article warning people of this product. And as many of you know, the FDA never regulates dietary supplements or anything like that. So for them to step in and say, hey, like, stop. Um, A lot of alarming things with this product. One woman was, oh my God, putting it in a feeding tube of a child. I think it was a disabled adult. It's insane. It's mind blowing to me that, you know, I, I knew people were people, but like this, as somebody who has created two feeding plans for people, Mm -hmm. um, that is infuriating because you have everything that they're supposed to get already accounted for. You're not expecting them to go ahead and add additional things to that. Um, I mean, I remember one time when I was in the hospital, this is not boo related, but it's MLM related, but someone wanted us to use the protein powder of the company that the family was involved in. And we were like, no, we're going to use what we normally use and what is the best appropriate for this patient. Um, Just step back if you can (laughs) right and most of my listeners they probably remember the episode that cat was on because cat's been on the podcast before i'm also just super excited that meg and kira are on and with kira i've been let me tell you this is like a a big thing because i I have begged her for um so yeah this month will make a year to come on the (laughs) podcast podcast but she's always so busy mm-hmm. you know with children and homeschooling and keeping up with her page you know her um anti-mlm page all of the groups and all of this stuff so i'm super excited about that and what are some of like other alarming things that i did not know people were snorting it until i read the article i must have missed that they're enemas food brownies making pasta out of it Animals, douches. The owner said to douche with it himself. Oh my god! Why did? How did I miss that? Yeah, that's it. That happened. It did. He's a douche. I'm no medical doctor, but <laughs> I do um, know better than to snort, douche, enema, feeding tube, or anything this random dirt. I mean, I thought that people were smarter than that but they never cease to amaze me with their stupidity. Well, well and I and- just, I can't imagine how gross you think your vagina is to start with that you need to put dirt in it to make it better. Right. Wouldn't I mean, that, like, like, what's your starting point there? That's what's got me. Yeah, like, wouldn't that make you, like, have a dirty vagina? <laughs> like, it's literal dirt in your vagina, dude. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, you're not supposed to put a lot of stuff in there. 
No, no. especially not dirt. No, it's kind of like a self-cleaning oven. Like it does its own thing. Just leave it. Like just <laughs> right, leave it. Right. Do what you're supposed to do, but don't put anything weird in there. Right. I want to go back to the the point you made about the FDA and the putting out a notice because I think this is important to know and I've seen a really interesting turn of events since that came out. Uh, and because they don't really oversee these things, there's a lot of people though that have this misconception that they're out to take all of these natural supplements off the market and they're like ready to micromanage them. And that's simply not the case. They just don't have the time or the resources to do those kinds of things. But when it comes uh, to public health safety like this, they were really forced to have to make this publication and really alert people to it. And so, but you have these groups of people that are now saying, well, since the FDA came out and is trying to take this away from me, now this says to me, I must spend $500 on a bag of this black market because they're trying to take my miracle cure away. And I'm like, <sighs> what is wrong with you people? Right. What is wrong with you people? Like, I just can't do it anymore. Yeah, I, and it, I'm like, it blows my mind. It blows my mind because they will twist everything. Like if they, you know, if the FDA said it was good for you, they would say, don't trust big pharma, don't trust the FDA. If the FDA says it's bad for you, oh, they're just trying to take it away because it's something that's good for you. Like they will twist it to their narrative mm -hmm. every single time, no matter what. And it is so freaking dangerous. It is so dangerous. I... It's it's really I mean uh, it should not blow my mind it should not amaze me but it absolutely does I I feel so bad for these children where their parents have given them this literal dirt and also animals have you guys seen Oh my gosh yes Post? yeah there's a whole group dedicated to it by uh one of our favorite people who is oh does it start with an A or a C? Let's see. Um, oh my God. If you guys don't know, well, if you know, you know. <laughs> you know. If you know, you know. Yeah. So, because they, I mean, animals, like, they cannot make their own food, obviously. And, you know, children trust their parents, guardians to give them things that are healthy for them they they trust them and for them to give them something like this is it's absolutely awful in fact in my last episode i did on this the I, we did not mention the testing results right ashley no i think we were still waiting for the coa to be like i think we were we were allowed to see it but i don't think everybody had been allowed to see it yet so we yeah. were just kind of sitting on our hands on that one yeah so since then, the COA has been released, and it is a very alarming. Okay. <laughs> Does anyone want to kind of tell everyone what they found in this product? Well, if you like lead, who <laughs> might be for you? Right. And arsenic. Um, yeah, I was going to say there's high levels of arsenic, and I think it was uh, cadmium that they found in there as well. I think very high levels of potassium, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, potassium. the potassium. And yeah. now you've got people that, you know, professionally wear tinfoil hats that are saying that, like, but that's, that's organic arsenic. That's organic lead. That's, it's good lead. Get well, it in you. I have said this so many times on this podcast and so many times in general, everything, everything on this earth 
no matter what it is, it has to come from something natural. It absolutely has to, you know, it has to, I mean, there, you can't just make something unless you have something natural. So, you know, for people that say it's all natural, everything is natural. So like, do you mean botanically based? Do you mean plant based? Like, what are you saying? Because everything comes from something natural and it's just a marketing thing. So just because you know, there, or there, just because it's natural doesn't mean that it's good for you. You know, arsenic comes <laughs> from something Yeah, natural. dog poop is natural, but it doesn't mean that you need you to should, eat it. You should, yeah, go eat it. Yeah, or smear right. it on your face or feed it to your children. Right. If they can don't make give it, them ideas. Mom, don't give them ideas, Ashley, for another Right, right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we've heard some crazy um, MLMs that sell some crazy things, um, you know, toilet paper, water purifiers, but... <laughs> literal dirt 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 they're selling dirt well they're not now they're not supposed to be so i know what a ruse yeah it, it's crazy because all right so here's what happened since so yes the company shut down and so health canada put like a hold on it from coming into the the state no, that was the FDA put a hold on it. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, so the FDA put a hold on it. And yeah, that's saying something for sure. Now, I listened to some of the Zoom call after, right after it shut down, and it was so sad. It, it kept me up that night because someone's, you know, these people are not getting paid. They were sucked into this company. They're not getting paid. And, you know, this can happen with all MLMs. Like, you have no guarantee that it's not going to shut down. You know, you're not a small business owner. You do not <laughs> oversee all of this stuff. They said that the accounts were frozen, but do you really think the accounts are frozen? How were the auto ships able to go out and be yeah. processed if their merchant account was shut down? So right. I think it's smoke and mirrors again for the same reason that you know, they were told by the FDA, fun fact, when the FDA held it, they told them it had levels of arsenic and lead that were too high. They then redistributed it through a different shell company to bypass regulation and knew exactly what they were doing. That's like, that's, that's one of the biggest issues, right? It's like they, they've made all of these steps. They know what they're doing and they continue to lie to each person for the same reason that they told them it was you know, multiple different reasons why they couldn't ship it out previous to, and then for the same reason that they've lied every time about who's responsible for taking the company down, right? Mm -hmm. You can't, I, I don't believe that their merchant account was shut down. I think they got dinged for it because there was a lot of refunds yeah. uh, or, well, sorry, chargebacks from the bank, not refunds, but chargebacks from people's banks. I don't think that that's why they shut down. No, I still think they've got millions of dollars and they just, they just yeah. jump ships. Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. I think Meg makes a really good point there. Like, yeah. Especially when you, when you look back and you see how many of those lies were obviously intentional. It's like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, Oh, that was an accident or like, this was a misunderstanding. There were a lot of very blatant lies that yeah. at the end of this, it was like, Oh, well, it's like someone's standing there naked now, right? It's like, guys, we can see you. And this was bad. <laughs> right. And the founder, he left the country, right? 
We have it on good authority that he uh, may or may not have fled to Costa Rica. Yeah, but it's definitely not confirmed yet. No, but um, I'd like to think that um, he might have chosen Costa Rica if that's where he did go because they don't have an extradition policy, so he can't actually get pulled back for the crimes he's committed. Right. Right. Interesting what, choice of locations. What I don't understand is that, like, if there was anybody making accusations about my company, I would come out flat. I would flat out come out and tell them, like, let them know the information where I was sourcing something, um, or at least deny it in a way. If they didn't want to share the exact location because of maybe having other people source it from there, but at least give more information than what was given. Um, I just can't imagine responding in the way that we've seen them respond. Well, Mark did attempt to say it was Alfred Bach, but he did not back that up with any proof whatsoever. And um, we have years of evidence of him in written and in, you know, on video or podcast saying, you know, it's this one place, it's this one place. And then Mm -hmm. as soon as People are like, hey, that's next to landfill. Suddenly he comes out with an email that it's Alfred Bog, you know? Yeah. Without proof, we can't actually believe any of that. Right. I mean, these people are literal scammers and there's no question about that. And, you know, people were so mad. Like the distributors, most of them were really upset. Like they wanted their money. I saw a like at one point, one of the higher ups said, you know, go into this link and post a screenshot. I mean, take a screenshot of how much money you're owed. And people were posting that he never said to post them in the comments, but people were doing it anyway. And there was one person, it was like $15,000 that they were owed. So, you know, what he, I don't know why he said, go to this website. Like he was actually going to do something because people are like, okay, like, what are you going to do about it? (laughs) And he was like, well, the company shut down so well then why did he say to do that i think that he was just trying to string people along even more to get them to to go over to this other company with him yeah make I, it look like i care and trust me and i, w- I want to help you right help yeah me. meanwhile you're just trying to maintain the massive downline that you've built with one company and and not lose more than what you've already lost it was right. like you're clearly covering your asses right now and yeah. and just and people poor people did. along People did follow them. And and considering um, these top distributors and like, you know, their their backgrounds and some of the stuff that we've seen them do even previous to Boo, it's like, is nobody looking at you seriously right now and seeing like what what you do? Like, I'm sorry, did you say that you you sell an essential oil for sexual assault victims specifically? Right. You sound like a great guy. Obviously, you're trying to help people. You're not a creep or a predator. Right. Not at all. No. That's normal people stuff, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It's wild. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy that people are actually like following them over there. It's crazy that people would even still be involved with MLMs, honestly. I I don't understand it. I think that they are you know, it is a cult, and I've said this so many times, it is a literal cult. And I don't joke about that, and I'm being 100% serious, and I'm not just like, oh, you're in a cult. Like, 100%, this is a cult. They use the same exact tactics as cults do, and it's really sad. It's really, really sad. And, you know, the only way that this is ever going to stop 
is to educate people and let people know about this. It just goes so much deeper than one might think, you know? So much deeper. And it's not isolated to just with Boo or the, the leaders, uh, which is why I say I've been watching multiple top leaders from multiple different companies for five years. And this is a trend that happens this is a much larger scale and the fallout from this is much bigger, but this happens like in a little micro level in all of these companies with all of these leaders and nobody's holding them accountable for what they're doing and the casualties that they like, you know, leave behind in their quest to get to the very top. Right. And if there's any encouragement, I will say that the tides are changing and the amount of people that come to me and say they want to walk away from the industry entirely is increasing exponentially, but they don't know what to do and they don't know how to get out. So I think one of the best things we can do is start like teaching people how to get out of it and how to start making money in other ways that are legitimate that maybe aren't necessarily just corporate America, because I know for me, I, I'll never go back to a corporate America job. That's just not my personality. I say the fuck word way too much. Oh, sorry. Um, it's fine. It's but, fine. I had to put an explicit warning on here anyway because I said vagina. Right. So <laughs> you knew who you invited today. Some things were going to get said. Yeah, it's Meg. I mean, of course she's going to say fuck. But that's, that's why we love her. One more, when we're trying to get people out, you know, like Jessica said, it's a cult. So you're not just dealing with like, oh, let me show you a different opportunity. They're not gonna like look at that. They're not gonna look at facts because they're brainwashed. So what you have to do to really get people out is you have to get them to realize for themselves that it's a scam. That's the real problem there. You know, like you could give them all the opportunities in the world. You can lay out every single factual bit of evidence that you have. They're not gonna care. And we're seeing that exactly right now with Boo. You have you know, NBC came out with testing saying there's heavy metal levels. You've got um, multiple reps coming out with them. Even the companies, you know, I mean, I don't think that they're really accurate, but even the companies once had high levels. And um, and now the FDA is one saying it too. So it's just like, it doesn't matter that they say it. They're just going to keep denying it. They're going to keep denying it. And it goes the same for any MLM. You can't just be like, yeah, here, you can do this and do better unless they see the issues for themselves and see how they're being manipulated, they're never going to, like, they're not going to agree with you. They're not going to get out, you know? So it's almost a thing where you kind of need like cult experts to deprogram people out. Yeah. And that's really mm -hmm. difficult. So it's almost better to have like a preventative, you know, to warn people about why you should not join in the first place. Because right. once people are in, it's, it's really hard to get them out until they see it themselves. Mm -hmm also multifaceted and I say this only in the sense that I've actually survived coming out of a, a cult from religion as well as well as coming out of MLM and you can know and see all the things that make it not right but still feel trapped and unable to leave mm -hmm. so that's where that where I'm seeing a lot of people right now is they see the, the dysfunction they see the break they know it's wrong 
but they're trapped because they've wrapped their whole lives in it. How do I, how, how do I walk away? I make $150,000 a year in this industry. How do I replicate that somewhere else? Where do I go? What do I do? Right? So they know it's there, but they can't disconnect because they put themselves in this box for the same reason that people who deal with, you know, religious cults, they know that the belief system is wrong and broken, but the fear of losing that community, that connection mm -hmm. is what keeps them stuck in that place for so long because they don't know what exists outside of what they know. And so I think that it's multifaceted and that you need to tell them what's going on. You need to show them the, the stuff, they'll, they'll realize it for themselves, but then you also have to have solutions for them afterwards or they're just gonna keep going back. I agree with that. You know, I'm just saying to get people to even initially understand that what yeah. they're in is in a cult, you know, you're, it's a deprogramming situation. Yes. Obviously afterwards we have to work with that in activism. You know, there has to be opportunities. I know yeah. Matt is working with a, with an organization currently a nonprofit that is working on things like resources and, um, you know, showing different ways of earning money outside of it that they can do. So there are programs and stuff like that, but they're very new, you know, like the anti-MLM community as big as it is now is very, very new still. Cause I mean, even five years ago, there was hardly anybody really speaking out. Yeah. So we definitely have to build in all of these areas for sure. So I a hundred percent agree with you. It is multifaceted. Um, I just met as an initial, like when they're in a cult to get them to realize that they are, they have to do that themselves. Right. But once they start to realize, yes, they do need resources. hundred percent agree with you there. Yeah, definitely. There's so yeah. much guilt and shame too in leaving and still being friends with the people in there and trying to, yeah, yeah. manage all of that. I'm still doing that now I've got people coming to me now who are trying to gaslight me and guilt trip me because speaking out and what I'm saying makes them feel uncomfortable about how they're making money. And so they want to put that as a me problem and not a them problem. And of course, I'm quick to just, you know, throw that right back in their lap because not my monkey, not my problem. However, this is a thing, right? Where people can see it for what it is. They, they recognize it there, but then there's that cognitive part of you, right? That, that disassociates and says, but how do I get out of it? I just have to, I have to deal with this. This is, or, you know, I hear a lot of people were like, well, this is my bed. I have to lay in it. This is just what I have. This is all I have. And, you know, it's, it's sad because my heart breaks because there is, there is something else outside of that. But I think you're right. You know, it is, it is, you know, we have to have people that can speak from the the different ways that they were spoken to. And I think that's where we get the most traction is when we can be passionate about what we've actually walked through and share on a level that's like, hey, I didn't just read about this, but I lived this. I feel like it, it has a little bit more impact. Right. Mm -hmm. Great. So with that and also, you know, just I want people to understand how important it is to report the you know false claims false income claims medical claims i mean there's things that they can't say they can't say that hey i paid my mortgage off and put myself you know paid all my student loans off and i retired my husband mm -hmm. those types of things like they sound like they would not be an illegal claim but they are so it is just so important to report 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 because if we did not in this whole group people did not report false claims of boo to you know the f to the um ftc and to truth and advertising then 
who knows, it may still be going right now. And I just think it's amazing that everyone came together and reported this stuff. You know, um, I remember earlier on, I tweeted, didn't I tweet, Kira, you remember Truth in Advertising? I was like, they need to see this. Yeah, well, they didn't have um, anything on Black Oxygen when we started. And then they put them on their list of like recommended by, you know, readers, uh, companies to look into. And then they came out with their own article on it. So they were definitely onto it too. But I think it ended up just moving so quickly, mm-hmm. you know, the, um, that regulators did actually jump onto it. But that right. was definitely said it was due to people mass reporting, you know, for all of them, the FDA, Health Canada, the FTC is investigating. So I just have to say this whole group of like everybody here, like each and every one of you ladies is literally like such an amazing like leader and person to just like really be able to encompass all of the different facets of this. And I just, I have to like give some space to honor all of the work that you guys have done and just standing up for what's right. Knowing that, you know, you don't have like, you're not making money by, by sharing this. You're doing this because you care and this is who you are inside to stand up for what's right. And I just, I have to honor that. And I'm so incredibly proud to know each and every one of you and to have worked with each and every one of you. And, and I'm so incredibly proud that I was able to have this group of people to help me walk out of really separating myself from that industry. So I just have to say thank you guys. And you guys are simply bad asses. Seriously. I feel the same as I way about you and everyone mm-hmm. else. Yeah. That's, so That's why you're here now, Meg. Yeah. You're we, are, are like, we are like the Justice League. We're like the Justice League of the MLM world, right? Like just taking them down. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I, I feel that way 100% about everyone, um, you know, and I think it's so cool that, um, you know, an article came out and they interviewed Kira for it, AKA Mombi. Oh! And, you know, and, and I feel Fan like- girling. I feel like um, this is just the beginning of so much to come and, you know, there's still, you know, going to be articles that are going to come out soon, I feel. And, you know, the, there was one lady who worked for the company and she felt like something was off and so she paid her own money and had testing done. And that is how we found out that you know how toxic this product really is so i do have to shout out louise as well yes i'm i'm so for for having the courage to do that and it's interesting because um i think prior to her connecting with you guys we'd had a lot of conversations a little bit behind the scenes she had found a bunch of my content and because i was still you know well known in the industry she kind of reached out and I just I encouraged her to speak to all of you guys too. And I said, you know, you really do need to hear them out. You need to listen to what what everybody has to say because it's important and what you're feeling is is valid and don't ignore those things, right? Because we're waiting for results. And it was like, don't ignore that. What you're feeling is is accurate. There's there's legitimacy behind every single one of the things that you're feeling right now. And it was, you know, she's just her bravery her courage, 
her integrity. She truly and 100% inspires me. And I just like hats off to her and a huge round of applause. I agree. I think Louise is honestly the ultimate badass in this whole like boo saga. I mean, because she went from being in the company, the top of the company to actually starting questioning and now, you know, just doing everything she can to help victims and bring awareness. I mean, she's amazing. We've all got to get joining another MLM, which is amazing. She really flipped the script at the same time. She's also getting a lot of pushback and a lot of uh, just not so fun things from people who are still in boo top distributors too. A lot of negativity going her way. Yeah, yeah, that feeds into the whole cult aspect of it, you know, because they have the black and white thinking. So if they're not for us, they're against us. And then they have to have a, like an enemy, a scapegoat. You see that with so many extremist groups and cults where there's somebody that's fighting against them. So a lot of them are making that person Louise, unfortunately. Yeah. And they are like, oh, let's not be negative. We're not going to be negative. We hate negativity. But they're the ones that are literally, <laughs> you know... Doing like it. harassing it's just it's bad yeah and yeah so hopefully that will end very soon well, because... and i just like i feel like we should really point out because and and as much as we like to laugh and say like oh it's the boo is woo hate crew because we've been called haters for months for mm-hmm. for what guys reporting false claims that people have been making that are potentially dangerous to people's health because we're just terrible people. That's what terrible people do, right? right? Um, and I'm sorry, Jess, did you not just say that you lost sleep? Yeah. You lost sleep because right. you knew that somebody had lost money. You listened to somebody cry. It broke your heart. Like, do we sound like awful people that are that are just out to to ruin your health supplements in your life? No. We don't hate the we don't hate you. We hate the boo. Yeah. You know, like we hate this business model. So like you know if you if you're one of the people that thinks that it was it was these haters that 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 got a ball rolling or whatever you want to say because I know that there's fingers being pointed in a lot of different directions right now listen to what we're really saying right just shed tears for you damn it <laughs> yes really though I mean and, and like I don't I don't hate these people no you know, and like we said this is you know they are in a cult and you know, I, I, I feel really bad for these people <laughs> to the point of, and I will be honest, I made a fake sock account on Facebook and I started messaging these people how they can report that they lost money and what they can do to try to get their money back. Mm-hmm. You know, just so they would talk to me. I'm like, look, go to your bank, you know, you know, contact this person, do that. Because I felt like I was doing it for like hours. Yeah, you spent like a day on that. Help these people. Yeah, and I knew they wouldn't listen to me if I was anti MLM. So, yeah, I was just trying to help these people. It's not even if you're anti MLM because I've been speaking about it since May, June, July, August, and the amount of bullying, slander, harassment, death threats that I received. Um, I can't even tell you what I have had, and I've, I've given up. I've lost thousands and thousands of dollars worth of income. I've given up tons of stuff just to speak out about this and become a hater. And I just, that's why I embraced it. I was like, sure, fine. I'm a hater. That's fine. If it helps you sleep at night, then I'm a hater. But, but really, 
it doesn't matter if you're in the industry or not. When someone believes something like, you know, like Kira says, when they believe something so heavily, there's not a single thing you can do to change their mind. And so even being in the industry, even having already spoken out against other unethical companies, people knowing that about me, still speaking that I was in the industry, it didn't matter. I was still painted out as the hater, as the bad guy. I just didn't want them doing well. I was trying to cross recruit, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. You're painted as the bad guy. So I think your account was was great in the sense that it was unbiased and they really couldn't, you know, see like what you were about. So it was just neutral information that was given to them. And I think that there's, I think there's some power to that, that we mm. might want to harness in the future when we're helping other people through situations like this. Yeah, I agree because, you know, when you have, you know, I know one of the things that was a big issue for you, Meg, when you were trying to leave was the label of it. And I think that's kind of the same thing is that if you already have the label, when you're trying to speak to these people, um, they've already got it in their mind that you're the enemy. So they're just immediately cognitive dissonance is going to kick itself in and, Mm -hmm. and they're just not going to want to listen. They're going to start rationalizing how you're wrong before you even start speaking to them. Yes. Agreed. I have lost people who I consider friends, you know, over, over speaking out. And that's fine because, you know, they'll eventually come around or, you know, and I know that I've helped a lot of people more than not. So I'm, I'm good. I'm content with it. I'm at a point where in my life where, you know, like I have my child, I have my husband, I'm, I'm good. Like, if you don't like me, like, honestly, I don't give a shit. Especially just for telling the truth. Right. I'm going to, if that's why you don't like me, then you can totally kick rocks. Right. Exactly. 100%. Mm -hmm. I'm not. On the flip side though, it's, you get that. Unfortunately, you know, we've all had issues with family members or losing friends and, you know, losing people's respect in that aspect for speaking out. But when you get a message from somebody saying, Hey, you helped me get out of this. I mean, there's nothing that can replace that. Like when Louise said that to me, that, you know, what I was speaking about on my page and with the group and starting the group is what, you know, initially got her to come out. And like, I don't know, it's such a good feeling when you know you've been able to help somebody Mm -hmm. and it makes up for all of that. If people aren't ready to hear the truth, that's on them. We can't do anything about it. Let them go. But when people are and we're able to help them see that, I mean, there's nothing better than that, you know, opening people's eyes. I agree. Jinx. (laughs) We always do that. Okay, so that happens a lot here. It, it really does, especially with me and Kira. We're always great um, minds. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's just back to that whole like changing people's minds and and trying to help them, and it's almost it's almost like being an addict. You know, you have to want help. Mm-hmm. You actually have to want help because right. you can't just. If someone's been drinking, you know, the Kool-Aid for years and they love the company they're with, they're not going to listen to you. Why would they? You need to wait until there's a there's a crack in the floor. Then then they start looking and And then it's it's a gentle approach. Well, there's an actual layer of it with Boo, too, because you don't just have the whole MLM aspect, but you also have the whole alternative medicine, Mm -hmm. anti-vaccine and that kind of extremism on top of it. So it's almost like you're dealing with two cults in a way with this specific company. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that made it so unique 
and that we're still kind of dealing with the aftermath of that because you know a lot of people okay the MLM company's done but we still have them in you know the that kind of other cult yeah they're they're not done yet it's no. going to be on to the next thing right and this is this is why you're the one that was qualified to put this together in my opinion um i have a lot of opinions i'm sorry but you you yeah. could call you could call what was going to be said next by these people and you were like oh they're going to say this next and the next argument they're going to have is they're going to go to this and then it's going to go to this and it was like you could actually play out the conversation five steps ahead it was like watching a russian chess bot um <laughs> it was wild and i was like oh my god she's seen this so many times and there there is there's a pattern to it this is how this happens right and it's it's i think that we need to look at that cycle and find out where it's the weakest and that's where we break it <laughs> i agree yeah all of you ladies are absolutely amazing and i am honored to be a part of this honestly i am and to be included in everything i i feel like we truly made history with I'm you proud. know within the anti with ML, we made history we all had a hand in getting this stuff, you know, out of the hands of people who were harming themselves, their children, and their animals. And I feel really good about that. No regrets. Gonna get me all emotional. Oh no. I'm verklempt. <laughs> I still remembers how I felt when I woke up from my nap and I read the <laughs> screenshot of the email that said it was immediately closing. <laughs> I was like, what am I dreaming? Is this real life? Yeah, I was gone all day and my, like, I no lie, I had like 300 messages on my phone and I'm like, what? You know, I finally got home and I'm like, wait, what did, what happened? You know, like, cause I could not scroll up and read everything. I'm like, they, what? You know, and even after the email went out that they shut down, people still did not believe it. They said that the, you know, the company was hacked and this was a fake email. Um, yeah, they did not want to believe it. So. Sure, Jan. <laughs> Sure, Jan. The best, part, the best part was when I crashed the Zoom. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. Uh, yeah. Is Meg Priest here? Is Meg Priest isn't here? Do I need Megan to Priest is on the call. <laughs> Just thought I'd bring that to your attention that Megan Priest is here. That is so funny because you like had the balls to go in there with your name and I had a fake account. I'm like, yes. You I'm and me both, girl. <laughs> There's a reason why I have my trademark name as that mystical bitch because I like if you can get past that and and like you're good then we're good but that drives and separates most people who just can't handle it and so I'm like listen I will go up there with my whole ass name public <laughs> as hell and you can deal with it and that's just how I roll um, I don't do the fake account nonsense I I like to just ruffle the feathers and then just, just let them fall that's that's how I roll. I just didn't like win a lawsuit or anything. He's a bad Yeah, I know the company doesn't even have the money to, never mind. But yeah. <laughs> they don't have anything. Where's my money, boo? Hashtag, where's my money, boo? That's yes. where, that's where Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you know, you can try calling the office in Ottawa, but the number doesn't work anymore, so. Yeah. And um, that's another <laughs> thing. Like, if you're listening and you did lose money with this company, use this hashtag. So what, wait, what is the hashtag Louise came up with it? Where's, Where's my, my money, boo. boo? Where's my money, boo? Yeah, so use that hashtag. And if you have been harmed by this product in any way, shape, or form, 
um, reach out to the law firm that's handling the class action lawsuit. And of course, all of that will be in the show notes down below. So is there anything that you guys want to add? We didn't want to take your dirt away. We yeah. just didn't want anybody to get hurt. Right. It's if y'all did it right, we'd let you eat all the dirt you wanted to. Right. There you go. It's not us, you. There you go. And again, we're nice ladies. Yeah. Just have your best interests in mind. Really, truly, and honestly. Really. Yeah, we, for sure. Yeah. No, we <clears throat> we didn't come to ruin anybody's Thanksgiving. Like, yeah. sorry. Sorry about your dirt. I'm really sorry. sorry about people who lost the money too. Just so we're clear, like I, truly, I talk a lot trash, like you know, and I, I, mm -hmm. I make a lot of jokes for comedic relief, right? Because that's just my personality. But I am, I am really grieved by all of the people who were impacted by this. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we we talk a lot about it, and it, and because it's been so heavy, you have to make jokes in order to really kind of move through this process. And I think we can all speak to that. However, I do. My heart does break for every single victim who was a part of this scam. Our hearts are, are you know, going out to each and every one of you. Um, and my hope is that, you know, we all are able to work together and really give resources for people that are struggling because there is trauma that is associated with this industry. And we like to call it MLM PTSD, but it's real. And mm -hmm. we see you, we honor you guys. And, you know, I'm always available to chat for people that are still maybe thinking about leaving the industry and just want another ear to listen to yeah. or talk to maybe. Yeah, I think it's the same. I think we all are in this to help those people. That's mm -hmm. why we do this. It's because we've seen it happen in the industry. We've seen these companies just leave people with in ruins, you know? And mm -hmm. it's kind of like the quicker that we can stop the company from continuing, the less people end up getting hurt but people always end up getting hurt and that's always. the sucks, you know, and then they want to blame you for hurting them. But it's like, no, we're just trying to stop there being more people because if this had gone on with Boo for another year or two, there'd be thousands of more people that would be getting hurt as well. You know? So it's, it's kind of like double-edged sword with it. It's like, you got to stop it, but yes, people do get hurt, but those are the people that we're doing this for. Mm -hmm. Right. It's for the greater good. Absolutely. And, and Meg's right. You've got to laugh about some things or else you'll just cry some days. Yeah. Truly. Truly. Yeah. It's not malicious. It's just for our own sanity. Thank you very much. Right. Thank you. This was one of the issues that I had with my cease and desist, how they wanted to me to retract several parts of videos, including where I stated that 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 it wasn't appropriate for people who are pregnant or breastfeeding or who had other autoimmune conditions or had autoimmune conditions and um just thinking like how can i retract that um where's the evidence and i have evidence you know stating otherwise from reputable places and so yeah i'm just really I, that showed me a lot about i already had so many thoughts about the company before then, but the fact that they wanted me to retract that part in particular is just, uh, I don't even know what the right word is, but the fact that they wanted that part to be retracted. That's attacking your integrity. Right. Yeah. That's I what I would that. say. 
I can't say that I now recommend it for mm-hmm. people who are pregnant or who have autoimmune conditions or who are breastfeeding. Like, mm, I no, I, I said I could, that I and I stand by that. For that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Kind of like they got in trouble for saying that. Right. It's funny how that table turned on them. Yeah. Oh, how the tables are tabled. <laughs> Flip yes. the tables. Oh man. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. I truly appreciate it. And I love all of you ladies truly with all my heart. And yeah. Love so, you too. Love aw, you. Freaking love y'all. Well, you guys. <laughs> it's the boo haters signing off. <laughs> I really hope that everyone enjoyed this special bonus episode with these amazing women. Everyone, please stay tuned for what's to come on Monday. Have a great rest of the week, everyone.